my name is Craig Nash, and we'd like to welcome you to another It's a Grand Life. And, you know, I'm just hearing a lot of stressful stories from our grand families in our audience, stories of legal issues and challenges with grandchildren and uh, um, kids with addiction issues. And, and quite honestly, I just think our audience needs a little encouragement. And in some instances, we need to take a minute and just go back to being grandparents and that's why I think you're just going to love our guest today, Thea Lazuriaga. Thea is one of our most positive guests we've ever had on It's a Grand Life. And she has a wonderful story to share about a lady who dramatically impacted her life for good. In fact, Thea would say she probably wouldn't be the entrepreneur that she is today if it wasn't for her grandma. So Thea, I'd like to welcome you again to It's a Grand Life. Thanks so much for coming on. And we're really looking forward to hearing about this amazing grandma that you have. Well, thank you ever so much for having me, Craig. I appreciate you. And, well, tell us a little bit about the relationship you had with your grandmother and how it impacted your life. So I think it all began with me being blessed as being the very first grandchild who came into her family. So she raised seven children and my father was the first one who had a child and that would be me. So I grew up with doting grandparents, my grandmother and my grandfather. My, I remember I was three years old, I think, when my grandfather would actually, you know, pay my parents to borrow me. <laughs> for a weekend and you know he would drive me around and he just enjoyed having that grandchild and I think my father would always say that my grandpa would say I'm done with disciplining you kids I'm now in charge of spoiling my grandchild and you take care of the discipline needless to say I think I still grew up to be a good girl um, and sadly, my grandfather passed away when I was only seven years old. Oh. And so my grandmother was left to take care of seven adult kids. Um, but she she was able to raise, you know, decent human beings and she was able to help me as well. Um, my childhood was very good for the most part until we hit a little hiccup where my mother was uh, diagnosed with depression, so she was in and out of the hospital. And my father was not, I would say, strong enough to handle that illness. So it resorted to um, them breaking up. But my grandmother would always be there for me. You know, she made sure that I grew up with a loving home and with good moral values. And she has taught me to always keep the faith. And so to this day, I carry that with me. Um, as, as, as the years went by, I got married, I had kids. So it was time for me to support my parents and healthcare in the Philippines where my parents are still now okay. is very expensive. And I would always tell my grandmother, you know, I could not, I don't know how to afford this anymore because in the Philippines, if you don't have the means, then there's really no quality of care. And I think that's where my conviction to help folks is coming from as well. But my grandmother would always tell me, this was back then when I was just an employee marketing Medicare plans, and my grandmother would always say, 
there is a reason why you always have remained to be one of the top selling agents is because, you know, the good Lord is providing you with these provisions to be able to help your parents. And it didn't make sense to me at that time because I was so afraid to not only help my husband take care of our family in the United States, but also to help my parents back in the Philippines. But to this day, I think we've been supporting my parents for over 20 years now. There was never a day where she ran out of medications or, you know, good quality, quality medical care. So all of those wisdom, I owe it to my grandmother. Well, um, you have this intimate knowledge of healthcare, which, uh, and especially the Medicare arena, which you help all your, your clients with that, but it really comes from the Philippines, you know, where you saw the stress that your own family went through. And uh, that's got to be unbelievably uh, an asset for you when you're talking to folks who really want to find their way with the various Medicare plans that are out there. And you could easily tell the story of what your folks have gone through, you know, that, that if, you know, if you don't have the resources in the Philippines, you're in deep weeds. And, uh, you are. And, and we've got, I know there's a lot of differences between plans. I don't know them as obviously as well as you do, but there's still a base plan, which is a blessing if you're 65 years old, right? That is correct. That is correct. So there's your basic Medicare, original Medicare, A hospital and B medical, but Original Medicare really does not cover our friends 100%. There's right. so many options out there. Well, let me, let's me let talk about your grandparents for a second here and these wonderful values that they passed on. Did they ever share stories with you about your heritage or about uh, um, uh, the, the family that you've kind of passed on to your family? Invaluable things that kind of jump out at you? Well, yes, absolutely. Um, I think I was really born and raised, luckily, fortunately, to such deep-rooted family on both sides, right? So even as a child, I remember my great-grandmother, so this is my grandmother's mom, I think I was the only grandchild who would receive letters from her when she was still alive. And she would write me you know, encouraging words, you know, reach for your dreams, be of service to others. And I think those values were passed on to her. And so this particular grandmother I'm talking about who really has raised me is on my dad's side. However, on my mother's side is also the same. I was also raised with, because in the summertime, I would go to the other side of the family. So the same thing my grandparents on that side would you would give me the same values you know they were very solid with helping out others solid with their faith and so i think um above all else that's where my passion to help others is really coming from aside from the fact that i cannot stress enough the struggles of having no insurance in the philippines given that my mother was in and out of the hospital to a point of my father having to file for bankruptcy because we just couldn't afford it anymore. But other family members were there to help him. So, or, or, or help her rather. So that's where all of these are coming from. That's where, and, and that's where you're living out your values now. You're serving others and, and trying to put them in the very best plan possible. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, you, you did mention that you have this 
this legacy of faith coming from your grandparents. And, and you know, we, we're in a world now where we, folks don't talk about that a whole lot, but it's so important to have stability in the family, to have uh, uh, the faith handed down from the grandparents. And because uh, um, without faith, you don't really have hope. And um, even in, especially in the midst of a trying time with a family member in and out of the hospital, and I know everyone in our audience can relate to that. It's, um, you know, faith is so important. And uh, would, uh, would grandma or grandpa tell you stories of, of uh, what their faith has meant to them or what certain seasons in the church meant to them or certain Bible verses or how was that passed on to you? Well, first off, um, I remember growing up with my mother's side of the family. My grandfather would go to church the moment he wakes up. We're Catholics. In the morning, he's very structured, right? So he would wake up at 4 a.m., go to Mass at 6 a.m. He would come home from bre for breakfast at 7 a.m. At noon, there was a loud gong. When it's time to eat lunch, you have to be there. And then at 3 p.m. is snack time. And then at 4 p.m., he would leave again to attend the Holy Mass at 6 p.m. This was every day. And then my grandmother would um, pray the rosary. And I remember her just, you know, going through the beads with her eyes closed and her mouth moving. I could not understand at a young age, but... I was raised in the Catholic faith, you know, in Catholic schools, but even with all the sacraments and, you know, um, all of the tradition, I think my faith was more deep rooted with actual circumstances and events that's happened through my childhood. Um, and to this day, I can attest, you know, I'm a living testimony as well that despite and in spite of all the challenges, God has been faithful to us, right? And right. so I, I, every morning I start my day, and this is no joke, I start my day by asking God to send me who I can help and just use me as an instrument to others. Because like I said, growing up in the Philippines, we, were, we weren't too wealthy, we weren't too well off, it's hard with no health insurance. My dream was to come to America. And so when we came to the United States and we had our legal papers, I promised God that I would give back. And so here I am treating each client that come our way truly as a gift to us. We want to make sure they know that they're treated like family and that it's a way for us to give back to others. So when you get up every morning, you ask God who you could serve today? Amen to that. Yes. And, and so he did answer your prayer about getting over to America. He did. And I better be good with my promise, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, know, I, I know you are just so, uh, so uh, customer centered in everything that you're doing. And the, these folks do become family to you. And uh, and it, it is all about service. And that's why you've continued to grow over all these years. But um, I'm, I'm going to connect some of those dots to grandma and grandpa pouring their life, their faith, their traditions, their hope into you. And you've just continued to carry it out. And it's just a great story. And, and that's why uh, today I want to encourage our listeners. Don't forget. To, I know you're, you're a parent with your, your grandkids, but don't forget to be a grandparent as well. Yes. Because uh, right there, because that's really what makes the lasting memories, doesn't it? Yes. And then so your grandkids will follow all of the legacy, all of the values that you have 
you know, given them because and it may even be subconsciously, right? Because I could catch my things doing things that my grandmother would do that she did not intentionally or verbally told me to do, like her cooking maybe, or the way she chops her vegetables, or even the way I talk to my kids when they're going through some challenges in their lives. You know, little things, little moments really create huge impacts in your grandchildren's lives. It absolutely does. And, and uh, um, just remembering some of those old quotations or sayings or uh, um, uh, different things that grandma and grandpa would say to us when we're, especially if you're in the midst of a struggle or uh, how did, how did grandma and grandpa handle it? Well, grandpa was in, in church and for, for him, he took all, all the concerns uh, to church twice a day. That's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's not like your family, like all of our families uh, was perfect. You had challenges just like the rest of us. And of course, that's where we learn. And then, and then you you have this daily focus, this centering focus of how can I serve others, and that's that's really uh, what it's about. You know? It is, and I tell my children too, because my son is an agent, my daughter is about about to graduate, and you know, with these generation, you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up, and their first answer could be, you know, a good source of income. But I always tell them, don't be focused on that. We focus on serving because the compensation will come after. And like I've told you on our previous podcast, my business is truly built on mostly referrals. We follow the golden rule, even if there are plans that are better or if their plans are the best that I can tell from assessing, I recommend for them to stay and they refer people to us. So that's how we grow. We grow by helping others. And that's your daily journey. How can I, who can I serve today, God? Who, you know, who are you going to send my way? And, and Thea, the best way or, or one of the best ways to get in touch with you is Thea at MedicareTLC.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are uh, known for your hands-on support of anyone looking for uh, guidance regarding the Medicare products that are uh, changing every year, it seems. And, right. Um, and I'm just so thrilled that you were able to join us today because I think uh, I loved having you on last time, but this time I really think our audience will be able to hear your heart. And I think if grandma were here, she'd be uh, pretty proud of how her granddaughter turned out. I hope so. <laughs> people first. Yes, I so, hope so. That's what she would have wanted me to do is give back to others. And well, thank you so much for joining us today on It's a Grand Life. And uh, hopefully next time there are changes in the Medicare system, I hope you'll come on and share it with our audience so uh, they can be on top of everything from a healthcare standpoint, because nobody knows like you and your family how important good insurance is, because uh, boy, that would be terrifying not having a, a plan in place. And and uh, uh, that that's, makes total sense that that's what you're doing now. So um Friends, I, I want you to be encouraged today. You know, that's why uh, uh, Thea's story should really, really uh, resonate with everybody. You know, just even in the midst of serious challenging, keep challenges, keep your eyes on others. And what can we do 
for others. I mean, if speaking of uh, uh, faith background, I remember Jesus said, the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but came to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And that word serve there is deacon. The Son of Man didn't come to be deaconed. He came to deacon, to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. So I want to encourage you, it's okay to sometimes be the grandparent as well as the parent. As you heard from Thea, it's all about making memories with our grands. So I just want to encourage you today to be grateful for where you are. You have the opportunity to shape the lives in your care, knowing full well that you are impacting their lives for your family's legacy, as you heard today. Your grands are so blessed that they have you in yes. your their lives. Yes. And down the road, who knows, um, maybe uh, they will be on a podcast like this talking about the amazing impact that you had on their life. So, uh, Thea, so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on It's a Grand Life. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see you very soon. And I look forward to catching up with you down the road of peace. Thanks again. Thank you. Pleasure is mine. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for another It's a Grand Life. Remember to never waste your pain. God can use your situation to bless others even halfway around the world. Be sure and subscribe to It's a Grand Life on our Facebook page as well as YouTube and any of the various podcast channels that feature the Grand Life podcast. When it comes to raising a grand family, remember the words of the Apostle Paul who said in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. In leading your grand family, it's gonna take faith, hope, and a whole lot of love. Please reach out to me. I can be a blessing to you and pray for you or help you connect to free resources that can make your journey a little easier. 